House of Corpus production. Hey, hey. Hey, girl. Welcome to the What a Mouthful podcast. I'm your host, Dee. I'm a qualified nutritionist, personal trainer, mindset speaker, and my favorite of all, I'm a mum. Living your best life doesn't have to be a grind, and I'm going to show you how to achieve a healthy mind and body. And if this episode speaks to you, give a sister a five-star review. This episode is brought to you by Sunny. Okay, you've spent money on good food, but you have this one veggie leftover that you just don't know what to do with. I personally hate wasting food, so what do I do? I just chuck it into the Sunny app search bar, and voila, I have over 400 yummy, healthy recipes at my fingertips, approved by moi, so you know they're good, and more. Want to subscribe to Sunny too? Use Mouthful15 for 15% off and never waste good food again. Welcome back to What a Mouthful. Today's very special guest is someone you'll probably know. This is Georgie Stevenson, co-founder of Naked Harvest Supplements. She's a health and fitness blogger, a YouTuber, a podcaster on the Rise and and Conquer podcast. She's absolutely amazing. And she is a new mom, how she does it all. We will never know. Maybe she'll share it with us today. Uh, little Ivy is five months old. And I'm just, I'm so glad that you're here, George. You actually, we're, we're doing a virtual um, a virtual episode today. So thanks for joining me. Oh, what an intro. Thank you so much for having me on the potty. I'm very excited to chat. Awesome. Okay, so I am super keen to figure out um, a little bit about your health journey. And I know we sort of, I have spoken about a few things that we'd like to touch on, but you know, as you know, these, these conversations can go anywhere. If we get into a vibe and we just run with that tangent, then that's cool too. There is one special question though, that usually I end the episode on, but I'm actually going to start it with you because it is such a fire question. And normally what I do for my guests is I get a question from the community and it pays to know the podcaster because this is actually um, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine was like, oh, can I please ask the question? And I was like, yeah, girl, like there's got to be some benefit to you knowing the actual podcaster, of course. So this question comes from Alex M from Sydney and she wants to know what has been your craziest wow moment? So this can be like anything from insanely accurate manifestation, something you wrote down that you were like, wow, I am so powerful, so magical. She actually calls it like a witchy moment. And I know that you're super into this, like just a surreal moment where you just, you couldn't have planned it better if you tried. Um, And you're just like, I am one magical, powerful bitch. Like what's a moment like that that you've had? (laughs) Uh, First of all, I love this question. We're getting straight into manifestation, which is like my vibe. Um, Okay, so kind of you've already kind of spoken about it but I'm huge on being very clear on your goals where you want to go in life how you want to feel the people you want to be around the vibe you want to attract all that jazz that is me to a T and it has been quite a journey with how I've discovered that and how I've like gotten to that point but I think a big wow moment was a couple of years ago maybe two years ago and it was 
I guess that moment where things are starting to come together after years and years of work. And I was at my desk, you know, podcasting, doing something. We had just moved into our brand new house at the Gold Coast. We had moved from Brisbane and Brisbane was like, corporate rat race I was working in a law firm side hustle working so hard all the things to move to the Gold Coast Naked Harvest was started and I looked at my vision board and I think like 90% of my vision board like specifically to like the image of our house which is like a bit of a Hamptons house with a pool at the back so weird everything had kind of you know manifested and come true even to the vision board isn't just like you know photos of materialistic things it's also I put photos on there of how I wanted to feel in regards to working with the certain companies um, Naked Harvest and goals for that and pretty much everything um, that I had created this vision board I think it was probably a good year and a half to two years beforehand which it's weird because a lot of the things hadn't even um, you know come to fruition or like I didn't even know I wanted a business and just like stuff like that and I looked at my vision board and I was like this is weird because I literally have everything on you know on that vision board if that makes sense oh for sure and also not so much just yeah not so much just the things but also the feeling I wanted to curate in my life which was a sense of um a sense of freedom a sense of contentment um and a sense of waking up every single day and being like I I love my life I love waking up I love going to work uh and that sort of I don't know sense of purpose and that was a very like aha wow I'm onto something here moment that is so epic I love to hear that especially yeah I really I have a real like pet peeve with people who just set goals based on materialistic things it's like how like I get that sometimes it can signify how far you've come but if you're only looking at that external thing to tell you that you're a success like what about how you're feeling or how you're vibing the relationships you have the energy you feel like I really appreciate that you said that and it is definitely the reason that I wanted you on this podcast because I really love your message it is you know you are such a success and you know now being a mom as well I also can I just say seriously love that at the beginning of your podcast episodes at the moment you actually preface your episodes with I'm actually taking time out to be a mum and enjoy motherhood I was like I love this human this is so great like yes you're allowed to be a mum like you're allowed to just you know feel all the feels and I think you're you're really a, a vibe person and I just really love that um, about you so I really love that you shared that it was as well about you know the energy like what who you were attracting into your life you know the conversations that you were having you know um the brands you're collaborating with and all that sort of stuff but that is really interesting so were you actually at that time did you say that you were actually that's when you were still doing law and that's when you had that vision board and so you didn't even know you were going to have a business yeah so i made that vision board i think a couple of months after i quit law and i had no idea what i was doing Oh, right. So it, it was, it just, it's weird. It's funny you say that, Dee, because I am, I, <laughs> I was just having um, 
a meeting with my NH staff the other day and, you know, we are just talking about the next quarter and goals and, you know, we usually put, um, you know, um, nominal amounts of how much we want to make and, you know, all those all those sorts of things. And I literally said to the team, I'm like, I don't want to put a number there. Let's talk about the vibe. How do we want to feel? And I could just tell Cooper was like, oh my God, I just, I do things in a different way. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't excite me. To put a number there does not excite me. Let's talk about how we want to feel, how we want to show up, um, you know, what we want to attract. And I do things very differently, but look, it works for me. <laughs> that is so funny. It sounds like the exact same relationship that me and my partner have, like my like my life partner, like, you know, we're not uh, married yet, but like my boyfriend. It's weird to call him my boyfriend because he's also the father of my child. So it's like, mm. um, but I'm so like, let's just. I like, like life partner. Yeah. Yeah. He's my life partner. I'm like, you know, I want to, I want to feel a sense of abundance. I want to walk into this room and just have magnetic energy. And he's like, yeah, but how do you quantify that? What's the number? And I'm like, you just, we're, we're so different. We're so similar and we're so different. And I a hundred percent know exactly what you're talking about in regards to like that just different mindset. So funny. Um, okay. Isn't it? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. hilarious. Me and Cooper exact same, like we're business partners, but we're such opposites. I love it. But you know, um, I know that you guys are brother and sister, but like opposites attract and work well together in the team as well. So that's really important. All right, let's move to, um, health. Cause I know that you've had a very interesting journey that is very relatable to a lot of women. And I, I'm curious to know, uh, how your health has impacted your pregnancy journey. So I know that you've shared some things um, with the public in the past about sort of what's been going on for you, but specifically I want to talk about, you know, you with um, having thyroid issues and feeling really tired with breast implants um, and anything else you had going on at the time and, and how that, yeah, how that influenced and impact your pregnancy journey. Yeah, for sure. I think also I like going a bit backwards from that too is our trying to conceive journey was just something I never even thought about because I think when you grow up as a woman you're told you know use contraception because you have sex once and you're pregnant um and it's a it that's kind of the vibe that I was told and I was like oh my god you know I I got to be very careful because it's so easy to get pregnant which I know it is for a lot of people but uh for me and my partner you know we decided that we wanted a baby and I thought oh like in a couple of months I'll be pregnant and that just wasn't the case for us it took um you know over a year and that was the catalyst for really finding out these health issues that I had that I had had the symptoms for years but you know I put it down to um you know I have two successful businesses I work 12 hours a day I'm a girl boss I love to work out all these things so of course I'm tired of course um I get acne sometimes and all these symptoms that, you know, of course my period is irregular. I, I'm not too, too worried. And also I had been to naturopaths and doctors and they, they, everyone said, oh, you're too stressed. You work too hard, slow down. And you know, this will resolve itself. Yeah. So I just story. thought, well, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I think it was 
month mark where we weren't getting um we weren't getting pregnant and I decided to visit the doctors, get everything tested. And a huge thing, kind of the only thing that they could pinpoint was my thyroid, which was underactive. And um, so then I went and saw an endocrinologist, like a hormone doctor, and I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, mm. which is a disease of the thyroid, which is, um, you know, all the symptoms made sense. Yeah. yeah so my antibodies were um, hectic, super high. And she's like, we've got Hashimoto's, blah, blah, blah. Uh, for me, it was just really a take back because Hashimoto's is supposed to be like your, you know, your parents and um, your family. It might run in the family. And I had a lot of the symptoms, but then I didn't have a lot of the other symptoms and I had the antibodies, but I don't know. It didn't make a lot of sense to the doctor herself, but Mm. she's like, I don't know what else to do. You have Hashimoto's. Um, I went on thyroid medication, which obviously um, did help. But then that led me to looking into a lot of things. And I was also, you know, I'm on social media. I'm telling you in real time of how I feel, what's happening. And I think I was showing up, um, you know, quite in despair being like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm so unwell. No one can figure it out. And I had a lot of people message me saying, um, and obviously infertility. And also at this point, my endocrinologist had told me that I was basically infertile, like at that point, Mm. you know, forever. But uh, she just said, with your hormone levels right now, you would not sustain a pregnancy. Right. Was Do you know, was that your progesterone? Do you remember your results? Um, yeah, so all my, yeah, so my sex hormones mm. wouldn't sustain uh, a pregnancy, but also the thyroid because the yeah. thyroid is huge in the baby um, is Development, like, yeah. She's explained in the way the baby lives off your thyroid until week 12 and mm. then they develop their own. Mm. But if the the first 12 weeks they're living off you so your thyroid has to be you know somewhat good um so she kind of just said you just wouldn't get pregnant because your body wouldn't allow it because um yeah you can't sustain a pregnancy yeah um and so this at this point we're you know nine months in our trying to conceive journey and I was just like oh my god I also got a lot of messages through this whole time even years previously about um my breast implants which I have had I had had, sorry, since I was 21, um, you know, I was 26 at this point. Um, and I had had a lot of the symptoms for years. Long story short, um, I was like, I need to get these implants out. If it's even, you know, if it's even a possibility that it's just, it just, uh, it's not worth it for me if that makes sense like I had also at this point when I got my implants you know I was 21 I was very young I did it for all the wrong reasons and being at that age I was just like I don't need this for anything so I had made the decision to get them out I had um you know booked in my surgery everything like that um and then I actually fell pregnant that month and it was quite uh, crazy. It was quite crazy because my doctor had just told me I was infertile. So I was like, you know, this is 
this is an angel baby, you know, it was like, this is a miracle, blah, blah, blah. They straight away got me on higher thyroid medication because mm-hmm. they were quite worried. Um, I did actually have a miscarriage, which was obviously, you know, not super sad and such a hard time for, for me and my sure. partner after wanting a baby for so long. Yeah. Um, but honestly, now looking back, I think it was all meant to be because that meant I could continue to have my surgery and get my implants out. And then it was a good six months of healing and getting things sorted before I then fell pregnant again. Um, And that's, you know, beautiful Ivy girl came earthside. And yeah, it was such a big journey and so confusing and it's just something not a lot of people talk about that I tried to spread awareness with mm. and to kind of like, I guess, end a long story that I'm <laughs> going on about. But I recently gave birth, well, not recently, but five months ago and got all my levels tested and they are now weaning me off my thyroid medication because my I'm my thyroid is now overstimulated. So right, the medication yeah. is too much. Um, and they're weaning me off. And my endocrinologist has also said she doesn't believe I actually have Hoshimoto's. Mm-hmm. And so we have come to kind of the conclusion that my implants were mimicking an autoimmune disease because my body was attacking the implants. They thought it was Hoshimoto's. It wasn't. It was the implants. So now it's this really, you know, really I'm not going to say nice story, but we've come to an ending where we've figured some stuff out and it just makes me so sad thinking about the women who are struggling with infertility, who are struggling with all the problems that I had, who just don't know that implants could be the possibility. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my health journey in the last couple of years. Bit, bit of a wild ride. I, I love it. And you're like, it's a long story. So interesting, though, because... There are so many women who listening to this will go, oh, maybe if they have, you know, breast implants at the moment, go, oh, wait a second. This is kind of making sense for me. And it's so relevant. Like you just you just nailed it right on the head. What I see is Hashimoto's coming about as a kind of um, it, it kind of comes out as like a temporary illness because what's actually going on is breast implant illness. Um, and, you know, there's a whole community who are all, you know, talk about, you know, how their explants, once they got them done, all their symptoms resolved or a lot of their symptoms resolved and that they didn't realize that their breast implants were something that their body was attacking. And so what can happen, especially when you add, you know, breast implants as something, not that it's, you know, the wrong thing to do, but if you have something like that, that your immune system is then going, hey, what's this? this is a foreign body this doesn't live here or it's not meant to be here starts to attack that and you add stress then you've got this kind of perfect storm to have um, something called leaky gut intestinal permeability um, which makes sense with the with the antibodies and so you've got all of those antibodies circulating it might might so just happen that it it starts to attack your thyroid um, which is actually quite common and then for, for women who have leaky gut as well 
actually there is a lot of research that suggests and links leaky gut to miscarriage too. So if you do have any food sensitivities and you're listening to this and you are looking to fall pregnant and any of this is relevant for you, I would suggest that you go get something like a food sensitivity, which is also sometimes called a food intolerance test, just to see if that's an issue for you, because usually it's the stress that actually is the thing that perpetuates that whole cycle. And then especially on top of that, if you also have something like breast implants, like Georgie was sharing with her story, then it is important to just have a look and say, you know, you've got like a year, maybe two years of, you know, pregnancy and potentially breastfeeding if you choose to breastfeed where you can't have that surgery. So you've kind of got to make a decision in advance, right? Yes, 100%. I love the way that you explain that. And it's, I love the word you use, like a perfect storm because, like I said, I, I think I had been experiencing this for years, but it really took the stress of, you know, run, running um, businesses, being in a high pace lifestyle, the stress of trying to fall pregnant, the stress of, um, you know, the implants and everything for me to get to this point, which is sad because it had to get to a really bad point. Mm. Um, but it, it, it really is such a testament to, um, you know, listening to your body and making sure you are checking up because it can fly under the radar for so, so long. And I think also like something, uh, something I realized is a lot of my symptoms because they probably started, you know, three years before I got my implants out, which again is I had probably, you know, four years being quite symptom free and then it started it starts off slow and it gradually builds up and it's like your body's trying to tell you something and then it starts screaming at you yes um so yeah it's kind of sad it gets that point I obviously didn't listen and well it's really hard when you're just not aware um but highly recommend if someone is struggling with infertility or, or even I guess symptoms are endless because how like your body attacks the implants, it, you can react in so many different ways. But my symptoms, for example, was um, fatigue. Like I remember going to my naturopath and saying, "Is I can go on a holiday, I can get as much sleep, like I can do everything and I'm still so tired. And I said to her, I'm like, it feels like my soul is tired. Like it doesn't feel like it just, I can't explain to you. Like it feels like my soul is tired. Like I feel so fatigued. doesn't matter what I do. Um, and I had also just gotten used to it. But then also I had the leaky gut. I had, um, you know, the hair loss. I had the acne. I had the being quite cold, um, being really dry. And like I had all the symptoms. Uh, you just put it down to, oh, it's the time of the month. I'm really stressed, all these things, but definitely recommend looking a bit more into it, seeking, you know, seeking that extra help, finding the sources. There's a really great website of, um, you know, breast implant illness. I highly recommend if you're experiencing like symptoms where you just can't pinpoint it or you just can't like recover from it, heal it, all that sort of thing. Def and you have implants, obviously. Yeah. Definitely recommend looking into it. Um, I think also if you just like logically think having a foreign object in your body for years and years and years, 
Um, like if you think about it, a splinter, your body pushes it out because it's foreign. It's like, I don't want this in my body. So what it does with implants is it attacks it and then starts to attack other things in your body and you experience all these things. So like logically, I feel like it makes sense. Um, but I think just a lot of women are very stuck on that's fine and it's so safe and it's just not the truth. I'm, you know, living proof that. And also there are a lot of women where it doesn't affect them and also fine. But I feel like to me how I feel now compared to how I felt for years, um, it's insane and it's crazy. And also I had the best pregnancy in regards to like pregnancy is already so tough on your body. I couldn't imagine feeling how I felt the previous years and being pregnant and running my businesses. Um, so really, even though it was a really, really hard and sad time, I think it was all, you know, meant to be and happen in the way that it did. For sure. Like it all, it all happened exactly as it needed to for you to get, you know, the, the signs. Cause this is the thing when we're so busy and we're on the go, I know you'll appreciate this a hundred percent, especially, you know, just as the average person who doesn't necessarily go to people like nutritionists, naturopaths, integrative doctors, they just get their, their symptoms just get, um, invalidated and they're kind of told that, you know, oh no, you'll be fine. It's fine. It's normal. And especially, you know, if a lot of, if it's happening to a lot of people, they're like, oh no, it's fine. And so exactly like you were saying, you know, if it's not a loud enough issue for you, where it's like taking over your quality of life, then you tend not to listen. And also I think it's really hard for people to match up different symptoms. And it's kind of funny because you might have a headache, but you also might have a throbbing toe and you also might have a heart palpitation, but you think they're three different issues, but you're in the same one body. So I think it's really tricky for people to, just for the average person to go, oh, this is actually all connected and then not be so surprised when something like eventuates that's more intense. Um, And, you know, when you get to that point where you have no other option but to listen, which is exactly what has happened to me in the past, has happened to you, you then you choose your kind of health tools a lot better. And so I know that, you know, having a newborn, especially for you, Georgie, you will have changed how you look after yourself and you pick the things that have the biggest return on investment that you know work the best for you, don't you? Because you're so time poor, like when you have a little baby. So I really want to know for you, what are you prioritizing? It can be physical health and mental health. um, But what for you is like non-negotiable at the moment? I have a baby. This is what I have to do to keep myself um, healthy and looked after. Mm. Yes, Um, love. I think for me at the moment and something I do, and this is like what I did after I got my implants out, when I got pregnant, um, and it works every time for me is I don't overcomplicate it and I get back to the basics. So you are preaching to the choir. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Basics. We don't need to do any crazy detoxes and diets and take a million pills. Um, for me personally, it's the basics. So it's the, am I drinking enough water? Can I, can I drink more water? Like it's so simple hydration. Um, since, you know, getting the tick of approval movement, 
not to burn fat or get a booty, but let's get moving for just like physical, like fitness and health and also mental health. Because I know, um, you know, energy, when it's all just in your body and it's all stagnant, you're irritated, you're upset, um, your emotions are going crazy. Anytime I feel like that, I get moving, move the energy around. I feel so much better when you're a new mum. Wow, such difference. Um, so yeah, like hydration, movement, obviously getting back to the basics with food for me personally is just getting in like vegetables, fruit, looking at, you know, my protein sources, going for that higher protein, um, but also making sure I'm getting in like the macronutrients, the minerals, the vitamins. And just at every meal, it's like, you know, I'm a big 80-20 person. So of course, there's going to be 20% where I just want to eat something for the taste and enjoyment. Amazing. But 80% of the time I am like, is this going to nourish me? Is this going to make me feel good rather than sick or bad or, you know, need to go to the toilet? <laughs> um, <laughs> and is this going to, you know, be something my future self would be like, yes, hell, hell yes, eat that. Is Also, is it convenient? as a mom. Um, so, you know, getting to that. And then a big thing for me is focusing on the mental health side of things. So having non-negotiables like meditation and journaling once a day, um, just having some, you know, time to yourself and being, yeah, non-negotiable on that. And that's honestly it. Like there's not too much else that goes into it. I think especially you would know this, Steve, but when you're a new mom, it's like, you just don't have the brain capacity for anything. <laughs> so if you can focus on the basics, the really simple stuff um, is the biggest help and um, is going to get you, you know, to your next step and just make you feel good. And at the end of the day, it is about feeling good, you know, in your own body with your health. Um, and that's what I kind of focus on. I really want to highlight that because I hear it more and more and it makes me so happy. It literally lights my soul on fire when people who move to really focus on how does this make me feel and what gift do I want to give my future self, myself tomorrow, um, today that I know that my future self will be able to thank me for. So it's less about, you know, okay, sure, it's, it is perfectly okay to want to look nice and feel presentable and, you know, do your hair after like not being able to have a shower for five days. That is really nice. But it's also really tricky when, you know, you're, you're, you're just solely only focusing on, um, you know, how does this make me look? How does this make me look? It, you know, when you, when you can focus on how it makes you feel and then you can really tap in and get intuitive into what, what is actually good for me, what works for me, then that I think is just so incredibly important. And I think it's, especially coming from somebody like you, like it is very important that people realize and recognize that you might've been on a different journey in the past, but that's what, that's your, that's your message now. Um, and that is, I think the message that a lot of people who are, you know, influencers in the health and wellness space should be, should be talking more about. So I'm so, so glad that you brought that up. Um, I want to yeah. also, um, just like tell you, I, I cannot wait to fall pregnant and then breast, like have a baby and then breastfeed because I am so excited about um, the Naked Harvest Milk Shake. I kind of, I like <laughs> five years ago, 
I was like, someone needs to make something that's like lactation, good for milk, because we know stress is like the enemy of breast milk. Uh, and I, I honestly, I just cannot wait to be able to have that by my bedside and just have that every single day, honestly. Um, I just wanted to say like, what an innovative, incredibly, just such a good product. So well done on that. Um, I love like all the ingredients that are in that. It's just, it's just fucking brilliant. So um, I love that. And are you still breastfeeding now? Um, I'm not breastfeeding and I just stopped pumping. So first of all, thank you. We, um, we were very excited about this product and it actually came about in a very interesting way because obviously I had never thought anything about a breastfeeding product with Naked Harvest. Obviously we do natural supplements, but it wasn't until I was pregnant and a really close girlfriend had just given birth and she had a lot of issues you know with her supply and she was and it's like this vicious circle too because you have issues with your supply and then you're stressed mm. and then like you said any sort of stress is just the worst for supply so it's like this vicious cycle and so I was like oh my god you know I need to get her um you know some good nutrients some some um like uh, just supplements or cookies or you know you hear about the lactation stuff for her supply and this girlfriend is gluten-free and dairy-free and she's got all the intolerances (laughs) Um, and I just could not find a product that either didn't have gluten or didn't have dairy and it was so bizarre to me because I thought um, like I come from, especially now, Ivy was a very colicky baby. So I had to really strip my foods down and be very bland and not have any dairy and gluten and whatnot. And I feel like that's quite normal for newborns in the first mm. three months. And it was so bizarre to me that all these lactation products were filled with gluten and dairy, um, which are, it's hard though, because that does help with lactation. Um so I understand like oh, right. I the didn't know logical that. side of it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like yeah, they're, they're yeah. galactagogues. Um, so Is that how you say it? Yes. Galactagogues. Yeah, okay. It, exactly. So it makes sense, but I just thought, what about, you know, people who can't tolerate that and mm. babies who are not dealing well? Yeah. Um, and so that's when we actually started manufacturing and looking into a product and like uh, like our milkshake. And we are so proud of it because it has all the best ingredients and it's so nourishing for a new mum who has just lost so many, um, so much of that. And also it tastes bloody delicious. So I was having that every single day. Um, with our me and Ivy's breastfeeding journey, we had a really great start, great latch. Um, she loved it. She was a guzzle guts and um, she, <laughs> she loved it. She was colicky. So I did have to remove like, you know, dairy and different stuff like that. But then we did that and it was fine. But we did introduce a bottle quite early because the plan was always for me to go back to work mm. after like, you know, mm. three months yeah. um, just for one feed. And because she's a guzzle guts, uh, she soon worked out that she got the milk a lot faster in the bottle <laughs> and um, she started to refuse the breast. So it was a little bit sad because I obviously, I wanted to breastfeed um, longer and we had a really great journey with it. Um, but she stopped breastfeeding around uh, two months 
And then um, I just expressed and gave her a bottle, which kind of worked out fine because I was going back to work and then Tim could be really involved. Um, But yeah, that's kind of our breastfeeding journey, but super proud of Milkshake and our reviews. And, you know, to get a mum DM me and just be like, I had so much trouble with my supply. And then, you know, to take Milkshake and it is, the difference is actually incredible. Mm. Just makes me so happy because I remember the newborn, like the first six weeks, is the most wild time of your life yep um and it is it is so stressful when you don't have a good supply so yeah we really we're really proud of the product yeah yeah you absolutely should be and you know the the amount of relief you can give to just one mom and just your friend even if that was the only person that bought the the product it would be worth it it's just really cool that 100 percent. yeah it's really cool that it was like so you know, sometimes people make products and you're like, you're just making a product for the sake of making a product. But when you can make a product that you know is genuinely going to help, and I feel like all of your products are like that, you know, they're very well thought out. It really translates, um, you know, to, to the consumer, which is so awesome. Are there other um, breastfeeding um, and pregnancy safe supplements that you can just give us a little like list, you know, someone who maybe just fell pregnant, who's thinking, okay, love Georgie, love Naked Harvest, just want to know like what she can and can't have. Yeah. So with all our products, um, we always say, you know, make sure if you are breastfeeding or pregnant, uh, you know, just make sure you get it approved by your doctor because mm. everyone is so different. And I think, you know, it's not something you want to gamble with at, at that time. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, and legally we have to put that on our packaging. So we always recommend getting approval personally in my pregnancy and obviously knowing what's in our products, knowing how we manufacture and how we pick only the best, you know, ingredients. Um, I was taking Thrive as a plant protein in the mornings. It also has a whole bunch of other like gut loving, uh, just like extra micronutrients in it too. So you don't have to add too much to a smoothie. Um, And also just to start the day with protein because at the start I just couldn't stomach too much. Um, So getting, you know, protein and not just carbs in there was great. Um, So Thrive Protein, our greens powder is amazing when I think, I don't know if this is like everyone or just me, but I couldn't look at a vegetable or salad for the first 20 weeks. I couldn't look at it. No, me too. Yeah, Me too. Like, <laughs> it was so hard. I was like, I know I should have this, but I can't. I, yeah. I know. And so like, of course, like I'd make myself eat vegetables, but you just, you're not interested. It's the most bizarre thing. And everyone I've spoken to agrees. So it must be a bit universal. So I lived on our greens powder at the start, especially because I just knew I was not getting it in the other way. And I'm such a big advocate on get your, you know, get your food in, sorry, get your micronutrients through your food first and then use supplements to complement, to back up where you're falling short. Um, you know, I have a sub company and that is my, that is my motto. Um, so a greens powder was huge for me. I still take it every single day. Um, another product, which actually my doctor was like in, um, encouraging me to take was collagen yep. and he just kind of explained it in the way of baby takes um, when you're pregnant so to be replacing that and just constantly topping that up is um, you know great so I was taking that um, 
didn't take our pre-workout because I love coffee and I wanted to have my one coffee a day and I just didn't want to give any more, um, you know, caffeine in my body. Um, And that's probably the ingredients, sorry, the products that I had the most. Again, you can, you know, you could dabble. Oh, I did actually have the BCAAs and hydration towards the end to help with swelling really random yeah, interesting yeah so i mean electrolytes again, that makes doctor, sense yeah 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 so ours is way more of a hydration drink rather than a bcaa but um basically especially because you don't want to be drinking too much water because you're just constantly peeing mm-hmm. so to get in a <laughs> hydration drink um to get in those electrolytes um to help with swelling and just everything i was actually taking bcas um a lot towards the end um and the main products that i was taking but again we we you know just want to state that it's like make sure you're getting approval from your doctor but that was approved by my doctor and that i took through my whole pregnancy yeah and everybody's different and i totally get you know there's basically no company out there that's like yeah this is fine for pregnancy and this is fine for breastfeeding like you have to really everyone is so unique and so individual and as long as you've got some supervision Mm. and you know your healthcare provider is like yeah i think this is a you know this is a um I was going to say safe bet, but I guess it's, you know, there's no, there's no real studies on pregnant women. Nobody wants to like do a study with a pregnant woman because you don't want to be the reason that they lose a baby. So, you know, it's just what you feel comfortable with and what your health, um, you know, health practitioner also feels comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, you know, what you require. Like I said, I'm a huge advocate of adding in supplements where you need them, not just taking them because you think you have to take them. Um, So, for example, the greens, I added that in because I physically couldn't stomach vegetables. Um, The collagen, I was taking that throughout because, you know, they say girls take your beauty and it really felt like she was (laughs) taking mine. I was like, I still takes my beauty now. Yeah. She's intense. So, so rude, isn't it? You're like, you just take everything from me. I know. She actually like has then, like all the beauty. So whatever. Like she's just yeah, so beautiful. I know. Beautiful. I gave, I, well, it's funny because my daughter looks exactly like my husband, but yeah. I'm like, you still took most of my beauty. So thanks. <laughs> I love it. Um, and to highlight, um, to highlight an ingredient, I'm always really curious around this. Like I know that it's not an easy, it's not an easy sell to give people like a, a veggie juice basically, or a veggie powder, which is like a greens powder that tastes like greens. So, you know, there's always that natural flavor that comes in there as well. Um, but I know a lot of people are uh, share sort of their their concerns with me around natural flavors because some companies can use natural flavors that are just yes they're natural like technically natural and they can be labeled as natural but they're still just this massive concoction of you know chemicals so can you give us a little bit of um understanding around the natural flavors that naked harvest uses Yes. Um, I love this question because honestly, the supplement industry is like the wild west. (laughs) There is not a lot of legislation. There's not a lot of, you know, there are regulations, thank God. Um, But, and this is actually why Naked Harvest was born because there was a company, a supplement company that I used who were not kind of disclosing a lot of things that they should have in the label. And it was all 
all a bit of a gray area and, um, you know, I was having issues from this supplement and that is a big reason because I just thought, how can a company not have integrity and, you know, state on the label, natural, um, you know, <laughs> natural sugars, no dairy. And then when it's actually tested, uh, you know, amounts come up and it's, it's this whole big thing. And what I kind of have to say to that. So with, sorry, to backtrack there with Naked <laughs> Harvest. Yeah. Um, it, and it's also really hard too, because for example, on our packaging, we do have natural flavors and we can't act like we can't legally disclose anymore because of IP laws yes, and yes. the manufacturer we use. So it, it, it's like this whole big thing. Mm. Um, but it honestly comes down to, do you trust the company that you're consuming? And if you think about it, like, this is a consumable, like your body is consuming this, you're digesting this. And this is why I'm such a huge advocate of don't just get something off the shelf. Like you need to be researching, you need to have some background knowledge. And I guess to put it, um, you, you know, to you this way, when I was pregnant with obviously, you know, our much wanted angel baby, I felt confident taking our supplements because I know exactly what's in it Mm. and I am so confident in where our ingredients come from. Um, So if that kind of makes sense, but it's just a huge thing of are you using a sub company that has integrity and also that is built on transparency, Mm. having the model that, you um, you know, natural is important in regards to natural flavors, the technical kind of like regulation, it has to come from a natural source, yes. which like you said, can get pretty gray. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's so important to make sure you're using um, supplements that come from an, a company that you trust, yeah. which is, I think for us is what our whole community is built on because they know I come from a background of having issues with previous supplements. My brother comes from a background of having all the intolerances in the world. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, He's a great so uh, test subject though, is he not? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so it is just so important for us to make sure what we have on our packaging is exactly what you get. And a huge thing in the SUP, like, you know, kind of world Lots of people have fillers. So they pack their products with a filler that doesn't give you any benefit, doesn't give you nothing. Honestly, just makes the powder fuller so they can give you more packaging. Mm. And it is the worst thing. And that's what Naked Harvest is built on. We've stripped it back. Our supplements are naked. We only ever put in there what you need. Um, And that's just like a huge difference with us. I love that. I really love that. Like, I get that you can't tell us exactly what's in it because of the IP, but it is all about, you know, your the brand that you're purchasing from. Do you research on the brand? Do you research on the founders? Do you research on the team? Like, as much as you possibly can, get yourself educated. Only you can make that decision as, you know, as a individual consumer. Um, but as well, you know, if you're somebody who's sensitive to a lot of things, you you know, and you're in a group of friends, like you're probably the best person in that group to be like, okay, you test this. <laughs> if you can handle it and it doesn't affect you, then, you know, then the rest of us are good. So, but it is a lot about that biofeedback, you know, you being able to understand and be aware of your own body so that you can figure out what like sort of works for you. But yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like it's, everything is, 
just as thoughtful as I anticipated it was going to be before this conversation anyway. So yeah, it, that it really like your brand itself and everything that you sort of share um, with Naked Harvest really screams that anyway. So it's just, it's just nice to hear it um, from you as the, as the co-founder to just be like, you know, this is the real deal and there's a lot of phonies out there. So it's really nice. Um, okay. Yeah. So common question for all of my guests, and we will finish up on this question is what is a health hack that was a game changer for you? So you could, if you could only choose one, and it can be from any phase of your life. But what was one health hack, total game changer? Um, I'm going to mix two together. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Breaking the rules, Georgie. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> Such so, a Leo. <laughs> I know. Such a Leo. Wow. Um, so first of all, sleep. Mm. Sleep for me, it's something I never prioritized. And when I did, I was like, holy shit, what have I been doing my whole life? <laughs> Sleep and also being a morning person. Oh, how good is being a morning person? <laughs> it's like quite kind of contradicting, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Uh, look, I am an early night, early morning kind of gal. Like I'm an early riser. It's There's nothing better than like waking up before everybody as well in the house. It's like, it's it's magic moment to yourself. Be like, I just get time to, you know, to, to put into my body and my brain all the things that make me happy and alive and magical. And then you can just go out into your day and just just deal with any shit that comes your way and just be a boss. And um, yeah, it's, it's so honestly, awesome. especially being a mom now, it's like mornings are sacred to me before Ivy wakes up. And then I think also just for me, I just realized, cause I come from like a background of like, I did a law degree. So it's like late nights, cramming, like mm. that sort of thing. And once you prioritize sleep and really get in like your circadian rhythm of winding down at night, going to sleep, you know, waking when the sun comes out, um, having that natural cortisol effect and not having to be binging coffee. Mm. Everything just flows. And like you said, like we've been saying this whole episode is like back to the basics, get your sleep natural circadian rhythm is such a game changer and it's like so annoying that the simple things are the like the biggest hacks but yeah it is what it is i know sometimes it's not a sexy sell but hey if enough experts and guests sexy. yeah if, they, if they're saying the same thing it's like people follow our recipes we're trying to say it for a reason we don't just say it for kicks you know it's like we've been through all this stuff and we're still saying it's the basics so Oh, Georgie, I am so grateful for your time and it's been unreal to have you on the potty. But is there any last thoughts you'd like to share? I'm going to give you the space to just anything else you'd like to share from this um, episode that you feel like you would love people to listen to or to be able to hear. Um, I was just going to like add on to the morning thing. I think if you can wake up and almost be disciplined enough that you can do something for, you know, that your future self would thank you, like, breath work get into a great mindset for the day honestly is going to make such a huge difference than you know anything anything else so that's why get your sleep try and get up that little bit earlier and do something for yourself before you're looking after bub before you're going to work and you know helping everyone else um but honestly nothing too else i just like want to say thank you for having me on the potty and loved our chat (laughs) oh I did too like sometimes I'm like I have a vibe about people and I feel like I'm gonna love it and then just when it like comes to fruition I'm like 
I should trust my gut more often. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if anybody, you know, absolutely loves you, wants to vibe with you, where can they find you? Um, yeah, so my Instagram is just Georgie Stevenson. The My company that we've been chatting about the whole episode is Naked Harvest Supplements. We do natural slurp, sups, only the good shit, as me and Dee are saying. <laughs> um, and then I also have a podcast that is called the Rise and Conquer Podcast. It is way more self-development. If you liked that little snippet about like manifestation uh, at the start, it's, it's a bit more that vibe. Um, but yeah, that's probably about it amazing georgia you're a superstar thank you again for your time and that is a wrap my friends i hope if you have anybody who you think will be able to benefit from this episode especially like the success manifestation vibes but also anyone who's transitioning into pregnancy or just their new postpartum period would love for you to share this episode with them specifically i'll catch you next week bye If anything in this episode sparked a question for you, please reach out to me on Instagram at dzabara. You're a legend and legends leave five-star reviews. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Catch you next time on What a Mouthful.